We all know there are times when you don't have many choices in who you work with, like when a pipe bursts and you need a plumber right now. But when it comes to your mental health, you should have choices so you don't get stuck with a therapist who can't remember what you tell them every week. To find a good therapist for you, try ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book hundreds of types of doctors, including thousands of mental health providers. We're talking about therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare hundreds of types of patient-reviewed in-network doctors, including mental health providers, and instantly book appointments with them online. The typical wait time to see a mental health provider booked on ZocDoc is just four days. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments, either online or in person. I use this, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com stronger and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated therapist, psychiatrist, or psychologist today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash stronger. ZocDoc.com slash stronger. On today's Friday Fix, research shows people who learn better problem-solving skills reduce anxiety, depression, and insomnia while also improving their relationships. Yet most of us weren't taught a strategy for solving problems even though we face problems every single day. I'll teach you how to sharpen your problem-solving skills so you're prepared for whatever challenges life throws your way. Welcome to Mentally Stronger. I'm Amy Morin, a psychotherapist, mental strength trainer, and an international best-selling author of five books on mental strength. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a mental strength strategy that can fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. And the fun part is, we record the show from a sailboat in the Florida Keys. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Let's talk about solving problems. Because everybody has problems, and your ability to solve them directly affects the quality of your life. There's research that shows problem-solving skills have a really strong correlation to depression, anxiety, insomnia, and the health of your relationships. But no one ever teaches us problem-solving skills, at least not how to deal with real-life challenges, right? Your teachers might have told you how to show your work for a math problem or how to ask for help when you couldn't figure something out. But no one really teaches us a process for solving everyday problems. What do you do when your boss gives you more work than you can possibly get done in a week? What do you do when your feelings are hurt? What do you do when you have a health problem, but you don't have the money to get treatment? How do you handle money problems in general? The list could go on and on. We all face emotional problems, financial problems, family problems, health problems, but you know this, you've been there. And you've probably gotten into solving those problems with certain habits that you always turn to. Obviously you've made it this far in life, so clearly you have some skills to solve problems. But what if you could get better at solving problems? What if you could solve them faster or more efficiently? Or what if you had confidence that you could handle whatever challenge life throws you? What if you discovered that a problem you thought was hopeless could actually be solved? I'm going to give you a five-step formula that will sharpen your problem-solving skills. And it will work with any kind of problem, whether you're behind on the bills or you're trying to decide whether to confront somebody about a concern. With practice, you get better at solving problems like this. 
Now, normally I don't love acronyms. There are some really cheesy ones out there, and sometimes they don't even make sense, but people feel like they need to use them anyway. So I only share an acronym when I find it to actually be useful and spot on. With that disclaimer, I'll tell you the acronym for solving problems. It's called STEPS. Here are the five steps that go with the acronym S-T-E-P-S. Number one, the S is for say what the problem is. Defining the problem is a huge part of the battle. Sometimes just putting a name to the problem can help you start feeling better already. But before you can really identify what the problem is, you have to ask yourself, should I solve the problem or solve how I feel about the problem? When we tackle the problem from the wrong angle, we don't make any progress. In fact, sometimes we make things worse because we're trying to fix the wrong thing. Let's say you're a parent and the school calls to tell you that your child's misbehaving at school. What's the problem? That the school doesn't know how to handle your child's behavior? That your child is acting out? That the teacher's overwhelmed with too many kids in their class? It's important to take a step back and think, well, what is the actual problem? Or what if your manager gives you duties to do with tight deadlines and you're not sure you can get everything done? Is the problem that your boss gives you too much work? Is it that you aren't productive enough? Or is the problem that you're stressed out from having to work too many hours? Sometimes we try to fix our feelings rather than the problem. If you're behind on your bills and you feel really overwhelmed, retail therapy might help you feel better for a minute. But shopping more just adds to the problem. You need to solve the problem, not how you feel about it. On the other side, though, maybe you're stressed out because your mother refuses to go to the doctor even though she's sick. So you spend two days trying to convince her to go to urgent care because if she would just see a doctor, you wouldn't feel so anxious. But you can't control other people. And trying to solve a problem by controlling someone else's behavior usually doesn't work. You can set boundaries, but you can't control others. So whenever you feel bad or you have a problem, the first step is to just say what the problem is. So that's the S in steps. Do you want to get high-quality meat delivered straight to your house? Or in my case, a sailboat? Try ButcherBox. It saves me time and money. And if you order right now, Mentally Stronger listeners can get steak, chicken, or salmon free in every single order for an entire year. I love that ButcherBox offers grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood. There are no antibiotics or added hormones. They even offer vegetarian options. ButcherBox lets you decide how often you want deliveries, and you can pick a curated plan, or you could completely customize your box. Sign up at butcherbox.com stronger and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer, plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com stronger. And use code STRONGER to choose your free-for-a-year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Number two, the second step is the T, which is think of five solutions. Brainstorm five potential ways to solve the problem. But you might be thinking, five ways? I can't even think of one way to solve it. Well, they don't all have to be amazing ideas. You're just brainstorming. 
when you let yourself get a little more creative, you'll see that there are a lot of different ways to solve the exact same problem. Even if some of those ideas seem a little far-fetched at first, put them down. After you think about it for a while, it might seem plausible or it might give you some more ideas. When I teach kids in my therapy office how to problem solve, I give them a problem, like move an object from one side of the room to the other without touching it with your hands. The object is usually something like a stuffed animal. I've never worked with a kid who hasn't come up with a solution that works. Most of them come up with more than five solutions and they do it really fast. Some of them will say things like, I'll just use my elbows or I'll use my feet. Or they use other objects that they find around my office, like two books. One kid said, you have any gloves? I'll just wear gloves. And another one said, oh, that's easy. I'll just ask you to move it for me. But when I pose that same problem to adults, most of them say things like, ooh, I don't know, or you can't do that. It's almost like we lose our creative problem-solving skills as we get older. The four-year-olds can solve the problem, but the 40-year-olds struggle. I think we sometimes get fearful of being creative, or we're afraid to embarrass ourselves, or we just don't want to fail. But if you start brainstorming five ideas before you take action when you're solving medium and big problems, you'll see that you'll get your creativity back, I promise. You'll start seeing that there are tons of ways to solve the same problem. Just remember, though, there's actually no evidence that thinking longer or harder about a problem leads to a better solution. So you don't need to sit down and problem solve for hours on end. You might set a time limit and decide how much effort you really want to devote to the problem that you're facing. And if it's something kind of simple, like you're trying to decide what to wear for a job interview, figure out how long do I shop for this or how much time do I want to spend mixing and matching outfits. You might find it's worth an hour or two, then set a time limit. Okay, so the S is say what the problem is. The T in steps is think of five solutions. The E is for evaluate. You're gonna evaluate what's good or bad about each idea you just brainstormed. So take that list of the ideas you brainstormed and review the potential pros and cons. Hopefully you have it written down. You can draw a line down the middle of the paper and say what's good and bad about each one. Let's say you're behind on your bills. One solution is to get a part-time job. What's good about that is it might help you earn more money. What's bad about that is you might feel burned out or it might affect your day job or you'll have less time with your family. Another potential solution might be to ask to borrow money from somebody. What's good about it is you'll probably get the money fast. What's bad is you might not be able to pay the person back and that could damage your relationship. So really take a minute to look at the potential pros and cons before jumping to a conclusion. But that brings us to the P in steps, which is pick one. Review your list and pick the one that you want to try. You might pick the one that you think is most likely to be successful. Or maybe you pick the one that seems to require the least amount of effort. Or the one that's least likely to have drastic consequences. All depends on your situation. It's up to you. And now for the final S, which is see if it works. You won't know until you put your idea to the test. If it doesn't work the way you planned, try something else. It's not the end of the world. You have more options on your list to choose from. You can always go back and brainstorm even more ideas. 
So those are the steps to problem solving. S is for say what the problem is. T is for think of at least five solutions. E is for evaluate the potential pros and cons. P is to pick one. And the final S is to see if it works. Give it a try this week. Obviously, you aren't going to use this strategy with every single decision. You solve tons of problems every day, and you don't have time to go through this process to help you decide what you're going to eat for lunch or what you're going to say in every email that you write. But use this strategy when you feel kind of stuck. And with practice, I think you'll find that you get better at solving problems with the process. And that can be a huge part of growing mentally stronger. As always, let me know what you think, or let me know if you have any questions. If you know someone who could benefit from learning about mental strength and solving problems, share this show with them. Simply sharing a link to this episode could help someone feel better and grow stronger. Do you want free access to my online course? It's called 10 Mental Strength Exercises That Will Help You Reach Your Greatest Potential. To get your free pass, just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Then send us a screenshot. Our email address is podcast at amymorinlcsw.com. We'll reply with your all-access pass to the course. Thank you for hanging out with me today and for listening to the Mentally Stronger Podcast. And as always, a big thank you to my show's producer, who's really good at solving audio engineering problems, Nick Valentine.